Welcome to the Davy Tree Expert Company's podcast, Talking Trees. I'm your host, Doug Oster. Each episode showcases one of Davy's certified arborists sharing advice with everyone about caring for your trees and landscapes. We'll talk about everything from introduced pests, seasonal tree care, deer damage, how to make your trees thrive, and much, much more. Tune in every Thursday to learn more because here at the Talking Trees podcast, we know trees are the answer. Well, we have a very special show today. I'm joined by Eric Foley. He's an assistant district manager in Rochester, Minnesota for the Davy Tree Expert Company. How you doing, Eric? I'm doing great today. Thanks, Doug. So talking about saluting branches, tell me what that is. Saluting branches is an organization that was started back in 2012. It's a nonprofit organization that's dedicated to recognizing and honoring our veterans. Um, we're deeply appreciative to the brave men and women who serve and have served in our military, making it possible to for us to enjoy the freedoms that we enjoy every day. And one way that we do that as arborists is we, we gather together, we unite, and we donate a, a bunch of tree work, tree care operations in one day at veterans cemeteries and other veterans memorials around the country. So Eric, this is a national program, right? And is it all done on the same day? It is. Yep. We have locations around the country that we're all coordinated on the same day, and that'll be September 22nd this year. So it's a it's a big event. More than 80 national cemeteries across the country. So specifically, where are you guys working in your area? In my so in Minnesota, we have three locations: one at the VA hospital one at Fort Snelling National Cemetery, and then one at a uh, state milita- uh, veteran cemetery down in Preston, Minnesota. Tell me a little bit about the feeling of, of doing this work for you, because it, it sounds very important. It's a lot of fun. So we have a, a great time getting our wrists together, working for multiple different companies and getting to work together to volunteer for one cause that, that we all love and appreciate. And that's, that's the people who have given everything. Um, they've gone and served our country. Some of them died in the line of duty. Some of them came back and, and are buried in the national cemetery. So these are places though, that are taken care of by a grounds crew, but, but there's things they can't do, right? That's correct. Yep. A lot of times they're limited in the equipment that they have and the ability to to get off the ground or to do um, specialized care for these trees. And so we bring in our wrists and all the equipment, uh, climbers, bucket trucks, cranes, um, some plant health care type work. And we we do a lot of pruning. We remove hazardous trees that they may not otherwise be able to take care of. Um, and then we if there's some times there are trees that need some plant health care and some have some insect and disease issues that, that we can take care of during this timing when the timing's right. You could actually be there and there might be a service, right? That's correct. Yeah. It's pretty often that we'll have to pause work in the middle of the day. There'll be a procession going on, a family bringing a loved one in to be buried. We'll pause the work. They'll have their, their uh, little ceremony Often there's a 21 gun salute. And so we give them the privacy and the honor that they deserve during that time. It also is a great time for us to reflect on, on what that means to us and be able to 
just take a moment and step away from the the tree care work that we're doing and and recognize that there are people that have given a lot for us and and how appreciative we are for what they've done yeah why is it important for you personally to be working at these places so I never served in the military, but I've got a lot of friends who have um, grandparents, relatives who have, and um, they give up a lot. They give up a lot, large chunk of their lives. Um, they experience things that most of us never want to experience, and and they do it for our freedom and for our ability to live the life that we have here in America. And it's really important to me to, to be able to serve them in this way. I think that it's a limited way that or the, I should say the, the grounds crew at these places is really limited in how they can take care of it. And it's really awesome to be able to get a group of arborists who know what they're doing, can do work safely and professionally can care for these trees. And, and some of these places are so huge that, that we can't take care of it all in one, in one day. We're going to have at Fort Snelling, I think we're going to have 120 to 150 people working there and we'll still touch a quarter of it maybe wow. it's it's huge and there's so much to do so it's we go in in stages we kind of break it up into to various sections that that need the most attention each year and kind of prioritize along with the the groundskeepers and the and the maintenance head there but uh, it's a huge facility how did you find your way to your job so I knew the owner of Meyer Tree and Lawn, the company that I worked for back when I was um, a kid and in high school. And he hired me after I came out of high school and we were bought by Davey seven years ago. So we're a, a, an acquisition of Davey. Um, so I came on that way. It was just a summer job for me, though, to be honest, um, when I was in college, uh, two to three years in. So about my junior year, I decided that you know, I think this is something that I can make a career out of that I, that I enjoy. love being outside and there's lots of different aspects of tree care um, that you can get involved in. And so at that point I decided, Hey, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to chase this. So I have a degree in business, but I um, had the idea and the knowledge that I was chasing down the, um, the tree care as a career. And so kind of Form, took my classes and whatnot in that direction and then um, came back home, came back to, to where I'm where I'm from and worked for Meyer for, for the last 11 years. So uh, there, I, I'm assuming there's just a, a huge difference between working at someone's home and then doing saluting branches at, at, at this kind of big, quiet uh, space. But I think the things that I'm seeing that are, are similar in, in my time of interviewing arborists is that it, in the homeowner, you're helping them. In this case, you're helping a bigger cause. That's true. It's not just one individual. You're, you're in essence, serving all of, the, all of the people who have been buried there, their families, the general public who visits. Uh, you might be able, even able to to expand that out to to all of us as Americans as well. So when you're doing this work, are these trees in better shape than they would be at, at a homeowner's? You know, because us homeowners, we're, we're like, 
we don't want to look up. We're afraid to look up. We, you know, and then usually by the time you guys get there, it's like, what are you, what were you waiting for? But in this case, do you, I mean, it, it seems as though you're there every year. You've got groundskeepers looking there. I mean, are those guys giving you ideas when you get there? Like, Hey, take a look at this Oak, take a look at this maple. So there's a lot of prep work that goes into it and we have a few site leaders. So I'm one of the site leaders who we're going to go up there one or two times before the actual event. And we're going to walk through the groundskeeper. The head groundskeeper has a list of the trees that he wants us to look at and the trees that he's thinking of replacing or whatnot. So we're going to look at those trees, inspect them, evaluate them, give them a score and determine what our priorities are. Overall, the trees are, are mostly in pretty good shape. Uh, they've been maintained. They've had an eye kept on them for a long time. However, there are some trees that are pretty hazardous as they've been, they just didn't have the money before to take care of it. And so and this, the events of the uh, saluting branches started in 2015. Um, and then obviously 2020, we skipped a year uh, because of everything that was going on. So we've been there five years. So we haven't caught up on the previous, however many decades of, of time where they, where this wasn't going on but we're getting on we're getting caught up and getting ahead of it i mean how big of a site are we talking about for the biggest one? Oh, that's a good question like hundreds of acres we're hundreds talking? of acres wow yeah. wow so there's 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 a lot of work to be done uh, just general maintenance obviously yes. with that kind of space but it must feel nice to make a difference it really does yep it's it's a, a good time it's a low pressure time although you still feel the weight of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You're working right in the midst of headstones and right around them. You have to be really cautious of, of what you're doing, respectful of how you're doing your work. So it's not, uh, it's not easy necessarily, but uh, it is fun. And it's a cool experience too, because you're bringing together a whole bunch of different companies, different cultures, different people, different backgrounds, Um, all together to work for one common cause. And even we even have some people who aren't arborists. There are other companies that will donate their employees time to come volunteer to just either clean up, drag brush. Um, They do some of the raking, the blowing off of the streets, the um, some tree planting and various other capacities where they may not be a skilled arborist, but they're donating their time to, to the same cause. Well, I would think too that it would be kind of cool for you to to meet these other guys in the business, you know, and 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 both of you look up at a tree and say, "Well, I do this," and you might say, "Well, I do this." Is that sort of thing happening? It happens a bit. Um, we try to have fairly standardized instructions for how the, what the trees should look like, so that we limit how much difference there is between different pruning styles. We try to come up with a fairly broad specification for pruning to say, here's what we need all of these trees along this street to look like. Um, So there's some minor differences in how you would do certain things. A lot of, we try to eliminate a lot of the the questions or the gray areas before everybody shows up so that we don't run into a whole lot of situations. When you Um, go out there to scout, is it you or is it you and a couple other people? A couple other people. Um, and this year we've got a company that does um, 
inventory and IT management um, through like a GIS type system. And so they're creating an inventory as we're going and marking, identifying all the trees that are, that are being maintained, identifying all the trees that are there completely currently, identifying uh, planting sites for potential f- future plantings. Um, so there's a whole there's a whole team that's that's actually going out and looking at these trees, uh, not just one person. Well, that's interesting. So, uh, what does that mean? What does a GIS system mean? What are they doing there specifically? So they're they're taking a map on the online and they're creating layers of information. So based on trees, species, sizes, um, health conditions, and then I think there's future plans or something like that. So you can kind of so they the superintendent of the of the cemetery can manage the trees and pull lists on his computer based on, I want to select all of the red oaks that are within this size range. And then he can pull that list and, and be able to know exactly where they are. He could send his grounds crew or send us to go look at certain trees based on um, what he's got in his computer inventory. That's amazing. That is, is. that is really amazing. What a great way to manage the, the trees. I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome. Right. It's a, it's one of the ways that when you have thousands of trees on a site that it makes it a little bit more manageable and more easily maintained and, and you can plan better for the future. How was it that you became one of the, the site leaders for that? I volunteered. (laughs) <laughs> uh, i've been involved i've been don't involved since in the, 2015 don't they tell so, you in the military never to volunteer yes <laughs> well when did you yeah. first hear of saluting branches so i i've been a part of it since 2016 so right from the beginning or close to close enough to the beginning um so the, the first events were in 2015 i started in 2016 after that first year um our our, the founder of our company was involved as well as being one of the leaders and the founding members of it. Um, and so he got us involved right away. And so I've been involved there and kind of seen a part of the, the background of what's, what goes on in conversations with, with him and with, with some other people up there. And, and so I just kind of volunteered myself to, to jump in here in the last, in the last, I think this last year, well, it was canceled, but um, this year I'm playing a ma- more major role. A couple of years ago, I was just kind of more of a, a area leader. So I was just basically a foreman over a certain section of the cemetery and making sure that all of the work was getting done to the right specifications. Nobody was doing anything unsafe. Um, we were looking out for each other. Uh, made sure people were still being somewhat efficient and, and continuing on and nobody was wondering what to do next and those sorts of things. Tell me why you volunteered to, to be one of the, the site leaders. I know how much work it is to organize a, a large event and it's always easier if somebody steps in and is willing to take a piece and to share a load a little bit. I respect what, what the guys who, 
who have put this whole event together do. And I thought that I had something to contribute and a way that I could help spread the load out from them. Well, I want to finish up with one more question. When you're done on that day that you do saluting branches, tell me the feeling when you finish up for the day. Satisfaction. Looking over a job well done, seeing the impact that was made. That's a lasting impact that people are going to see for years and enjoy. Well, Eric, that's a very important work you're doing, and we thank you for that work. And again, also thank you for spending some time with us today and telling us about Saluting Branches. What a wonderful, wonderful project. Thanks again. You're welcome. Thanks for the opportunity. That was truly inspiring. Such meaningful work. Now, tune in every Thursday to the Talking Trees podcast from the Davy Tree Expert Company. I'm your host, Doug Oster. I would appreciate it if you would subscribe to the podcast. Now, did you ever wonder why the leaves of trees change color? We'll learn all about that next week and talk about trees with great year-round interest. As always, we like to remind you on the Talking Trees podcast, trees are the answer.